Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I have a huge announcement for you guys. Just the Basics Podcast has a huge long-term sponsor for the podcast, and that is Rastaclap. Have you ever been on the lookout for bracelets with creative designs, premium quality, and materials, and a variety of types of bracelets? Well, look no more. Rastaclat has that and much more. Rastaclat is committed to helping people seek the positive in life and to also do that with their wristbands. Rastaclat has collabed with a gaggle of huge brands like the NBA, MLB, Nassau, and the U.S. Olympic team, which personally has some of my favorite bracelet designs, and Champion, and they also have some of their own really cool bracelet designs as well. They feature their iconic knotted, braided, or shoelace design in all their bracelets. I'm also an ambassador for Rastaclat, so if you guys like to get some really cool looking, high quality bracelets on your wrist, uh, make sure you guys go to Rastaclat.com, that is Rastaclat.com, R-A-S-T-A-C-L-A-T.com, and use code SADDLER, S-A-D-D-L-E-R, in all caps, to get 20% off of your order. And click the link in the podcast notes to go to the website and see what is cracking. Life can be extremely hard. And sometimes it can really put you down physically and mentally. There have been so many people who have ended up living an unsuccessful life and have done nothing about it. Sometimes bad life can lead to homelessness, unemployment, depression, worst of all, death. But at the end of the day, it's about what you do when you hit rock bottom in life and how you put yourself up back to legendary status. Today, we sit down with Nate Rifkin. Nate went from being suicidal to happy and successful and now is passionate to help others get real results from their spiritual and meditation practice. Now Nate is an awesome author who wrote his own book called The Standing Meditation and is training slash studying to become a Taoist priest and get his doctorate in Chinese energetic medicine. Nate's story is truly groundbreaking and inspiring and is a true phoenix rising from the ashes. But I don't want to give it all away. So here's episode three of Just the Basics with Nate Rifkin. All right, everybody, what's going on? My name is David Sadler. Welcome to the Just the Basics podcast. And we are here with a special guest. His name is Nate Rifkin. Nate, every, uh, tell everybody what is going on. Hey, David, I'm just honored to be here. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Well, it is exciting to have you on the show. And uh, it's awesome to finally have a guest on here. You know, getting a guest on a podcast is not the easiest thing to do in the world, but it's awesome whenever there is. And uh, today we have uh, a great, a great guest. uh, And he has done so much uh, in the time that he's had. And, uh, you know, we're going to go and dig into some of that today. But first, let's go ahead and get some announcements out there so everybody knows what is going on with the podcast. Uh, So first things first, uh, we're going to be uploading videos on uh, YouTube. Uh, We just started that a couple, like like a little while ago, uh, starting to get that ready to go and go on YouTube. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and uh, Twitter as well. And if you also like the podcast, uh, let's make sure to subscribe and follow so that you don't miss out on any other special things. Uh, So without any further ado, let's get right into the episode and talk exactly about what Nate does and everything like that. So Nate, why don't we go and start off with what, ex- let's go and start off with uh, you telling everybody what exactly you do um, so that they can just get a nice little, a nice little uh, 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 grip on what you do. Sure. Thank David. Thanks again. So the short version is I'm a writer um, by day. I work um, in the, like the world of marketing advertising as a copywriter but um, really what I'm most, most passionate about is um, publishing book, writing publishing books. And I just published my first book about, well, actually, as of now, it's probably about four months ago. Um, and it's on, 
a form of Taoist meditation that changed my life. So right, yeah, right now, David, my days are talking to folks like you and then um, locking myself in a room to write. So yeah, that's, that's, that's a short version of what I'm up to like right now. Right. Well, I mean, you know, that's amazing, honestly, because I know that in the days of, 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 of uh, quarantine and things like that, you know, it's, I've, I've gotten new hobbies that I never really thought I was going to get, you know, and I'm sure writing is, you know, like you said, locking yourself in a room and just, you know, writing it all out. It's something that's really great to do. Um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, in quarantine, people have been discovering everything and, you know, you know, anything and everything to do. So that's amazing. And we're going to go ahead and get into the book uh, a little bit more about it uh, later. But uh, as I was reading your bio, it seems that, I mean, you really had a big come up, you know, I mean, after college and everything, and you really learned, uh, it, it looks like you basically became a legend in a sense, if I can, if I can say that. Um, and uh, I mean, you know, go ahead and I guess, I guess what's, what's, what's the real purpose of you writing this book, the standing meditation, and I've seen the reviews on it. They look amazing, but well, you know, thank what you. Real, what, why did you really, you know, go ahead and do that? You know, sure thing. You know what I could, it, it really comes down to just the, where I, where I came from and just kind of the, the, the personal hell I went through. So I could, I could tell you about that if you want. All right, cool. So oh, yeah, the, yeah. okay, great, great. By the way, before I do, it's super cool you brought up that, you know, during the during the lockdowns and all that, that people were discovering all these things to do, because it, it really reminded me of something a teacher told me. It's just like, you know, when the lockdown started, a lot of people had the excuse that I don't, I don't have enough time to do this. I don't have enough time to start this project. And he and he said a lot of people lost that excuse. So it's just like, what's up? You know, do, are we are, yeah. <laughs> are we able yeah. to do it or not? So but anyway, uh but, you know, my, my personal journey and, and which ultimately like well over a decade later is probably about 20 years later with, with me writing this book, um, you know, started when, when I was a kid and I, I, I grew up in a home where my parents were really emotionally kind of cut off and they weren't, they weren't emotionally equipped to raise children. And so it was a very loveless household and I was a very angry kid. So I, as I got older, I went from angry to more and more like also angry and depressed because I, I just, I wasn't able to process what I was feeling. So I started bottling it up. Um, and then when I, I went through school and I just, it got worse and worse. I didn't care about school. I didn't care about getting good grades. And I, I didn't really have very good friends. And I, and I couldn't, when I was a teenager, I could not get a date to save my life. And Right. The one, yeah, the one kind of rag of hope I had was that, well, maybe eventually when I go to college, um, things will change because I'll be in a different environment. Um, and so I went to UMass Amherst. I, I grew up in Massachusetts. And like the first day I arrived on campus, if anyone knows, like UMass Amherst is a huge campus. It's like 18,000 people. And it's, and it's a really big campus, too. It's, it's like the size of a small yeah. town. So I showed up and I just felt so intimidated being lost in the sea of people. Like it looks like everyone was already making friends. And I realized I was so wrong about being able to change because even if I was in a different environment where no one knew me, I was still like the same person. Um, so I, I start to get kind of, I start to wonder, it's like, well, how do I go about like really changing myself? Cause I didn't, I didn't know. Um, and 
I, uh, I could, I, as I started diving into the world of self-help, I started thinking about, do I really want to be in college? Because it sucked. Like I hated it. And like, I, I wasn't making any friends. I still wasn't dating. And I, I like my grades were getting right. worse and worse. So eventually I remember one day it's like, I went to, it was like my third semester. I was taking, I was going to go take a test and I go to the door where I was supposed to be taking this test and the door was locked. And I was just like, screw this. I'm done. <laughs> right. I, really? Yeah. I was just like, I'm done. So I, I like, I like yeah. walked back yeah. to my door and I was just like, I'm dropping out. Um, and I, I already hate it. like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That like literally. Yeah. And the funny part was, is like, I'd always been in school as far as I could like remember the only time before that I was too young to even have any memories. So I was like, wow, this is my first time out of school. All right. Um, and I still had my dorm. So I was like, I just stayed in my dorm. So I started studying like marketing and I started studying advertising and writing. And when the semester is over, I left um, and I moved to uh, Colorado. So, so this is where things like the rubbers really kind of hit in the road for me because I was really getting into self-help and I was, I was into like fitness and working out. I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I started business with my brother um, he was super into yoga. So it was teaching like yoga on these right. like uh, courses on like DVDs. And he, he wrote, he wrote some like instructions oh, okay. on how to do yoga. Um, and it was all like internet based. So we had some like hit or miss success. I, and I did all the business side of it. I did all the marketing. Um, so we had some right. like hit or miss success, but the thing was, it's like, I was basically funding the whole thing. Um, and we started to get like more and more misses and fewer and fewer hits oh, in terms of like advertising. So I started like maxing out my credit cards. Um, I, and uh, okay. yeah, and I'd, I'd, I'd apply for another credit card and then I'd max that one out right. and then the bill would come right. and I'd not pay the bill. So things, yeah, things were, it was, it was just all, it was just all kind of like, what is going on? Like, you know, like one of those yeah. moments, you know, and I've had those many times and I'm not yeah. even your age. So I, you know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. and I, here's the thing though. I was actually implementing the self-help stuff I learned. I was like, I was setting goals. I did not achieve a single goal I set, but I set them. I was like visualizing right. my success. Yeah. I even had like a vision board and I, I like, pasted it together or whatever uh, i was so embarrassed about it too like, those are helpful though i thought you know what it, there was like i had a lot going for me but i was like there's there's like something missing about it um and part of it was it was kind of funny because i i'd like when the rare times someone would come over i'd like hide the vision board i'm so embarrassed about this stuff um and it was it was it was like i was um I was constantly reaching. I was like, I was like desperate. You know what? I was desperate. I was desperate to achieve what I wanted, wow. what I visualized and what I had on the vision board and my goals. And a lot of my goals were kind of, there was a lot of things that I wanted. That was a lot of it was outside my control. And when I, when I started to like get off track or not, not get what I wanted, I, I started feeling more um, anxious and I started like blaming myself. Um, so I wasn't, it was like, I only had half of the, half of the map. Um, 
So it, it was really frustrating for me. And I started, um, I actually, I got so bitter and jaded about the whole thing. So I, I started drinking alcohol every morning. Um, I drink like, yeah, like a couple of shots of vodka. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. And oh. then I'd like add an energy drink to it. And it was just like, that was my breakfast, man. It was rough. You know, but the thing is, I, I just, I got to say this much. I, you know, if anybody's listening right now, you can't knock you know, Nate for this, like this, <laughs> Thank this type of stuff happens, you know, it's like, you, you know, life happens. Like I'm, you know, I'm assuming when I go to college and that's only in like what a year from now, cause I'm a junior in high school, like it's going to get rough. Like, and I'm honestly ready for that, but it's like, it's like, you can, you can be ready for things like that, but until you actually get there, you're not ready for it. You know? And like, like my brother's in college right now and he's like, dude, yeah, you're not ready for any of this. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh but yeah continue i just wanted to say that sure absolutely no and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because um what i what i've learned later on is that everything really is handed to you as you're ready for it um so so yeah i i, I your your brother may be right about it when he's like oh you're not ready for this but here's the thing though when you, when it's time for college you will be um one of my teachers likes to say, it's like the universe is not going to hand you anything that you that you can't handle. You're not going to be hit with something mm. you can't handle. Now, you might get hit with a lot of painful stuff um, and you might be hit with a lot of challenging stuff. But the reason it's happening is because somehow you are finally ready to handle it. Um, so. And, and a lot of times the reason we go through this stuff is so we can come out the other side with the story that's going to help someone else. So, so yeah, so that's, but that's where I was at. I, I was drinking alcohol. Um, and that was kind of my rock bottom moment. And it wasn't just a moment. It was like a while. I did this for a while. And I, I really, I, I was really depressed and I thought about um, committing suicide. Uh, it was just terrible. Um, and it wasn't just the money. It was, it was really more about the fact that I felt so alone. Um, and I felt like I was almost like cursed. I didn't know what was going on. Um, Right. But so, so here's the, the way I start to kind of like turn things around was that um, I, had, I had a teacher of mine who I, I was learning like business stuff from him, marketing stuff from him. And he was also into like uh, the more spiritual side of life. Um, and he was into like a spiritual path called Taoism. I didn't know what the heck Taoism was, but um, he started teaching right. it. Yeah. And the short and a short version of what Taoism is, it's like it's a spiritual tradition that goes back thousands of years. And it's all about like creating harmony through balance. Um, and another way to look at it is if you've ever seen Star Wars, like The Empire Strikes Back, um, the character Yoda was a really cool example of a Taoist. Um, well, he was even in some of the uh, the newer ones. Um, so but Yoda is, is straight up like a cool Taoist guy. Um, Dowson legend. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. So the cool part is Dowson has a philosophy, but there's also a very practical side to it where they have their own like meditations you can do. And what I started to realize when I was studying this stuff, it's like these guys were like figuring out how to grow and, and develop yourself personally, like, like thousands of years ago like they they have it down like and and they were able to integrate like the entire map so for them it wasn't just about um you know coming up with the life you want to build for yourself 
and setting out to achieve things, they, they also realize there's, there's an inner aspect to that too. And it's all about, it's like when, when you're setting out to do something, are you able to do it from like a centered place? Are you able to do it from a place where you're, you're loving yourself? Um, are you able to do it from a place where you're going to feel good, um, whatever the outcome? So even if you don't like have something that you prefer, you, you're not like grasping for it desperately because it's that desperate grasping that can right. like, drive something away. Um, so yeah. I, I actually started like a daily meditation practice and it was, it was really interesting because I started to feel better. Um, my thoughts started to change. I started to like be, uh, I started to like ha- feel happier and I wasn't like, there's less self-hate. I wasn't like beating myself up. Um, cause we're, you know, we're our own worst critics as soon as we right. grow I mean- up. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like, you know, I totally get what you're saying, because, yeah. you know, when when like now as a as a junior in high school, like I've, I've you know, and, and that's nowhere on the level of life that, you know, any adult is on, you know, everybody's like, oh, dude, you're just a junior in high school. But I mean, you know, given the moment, like doing things like like I've found running is a, is a thing for me where it's like if I go running, you know, like everything, if, I feel like I'm literally running away from my problems you know, like, cause I'm actually running and it's like, I'm literally running away from them. So it's like, so, I mean, I totally get what you mean. Like you're like meditating. It, it, it makes your mind literally focus on the things that matter most to you. And I just wanted to point that out. Cause I'm like, yeah, I found running over the quarantine and that has definitely helped me not only get in shape, but I mean, mentally like get away from stuff, but just, no, to- that's cool. Oh, that, no, that's great. Because, you know, it's, it's a great example of, you're getting out of your head and into your body, you know? And I think in all our culture, there's so much of an emphasis on like thinking about problems and trying to solve them and a lot of introspection, which is great. There, there is absolutely a place for that. The trouble is um, people who tend to like think that's the solution, they think it's like, you know, a hammer will see everything as a nail. So they think that's like the only solution. And when you're stuck in that mode, sometimes you, 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 it's hard to see that there's another way out. So me personally, my thoughts would loop and loop and I, and I end up trying to fight thoughts with my thoughts, but it's like a dog chasing its tail. So like running is right. It's like stepping off of that loop. It's like, I'm just going to go for a run. It's not about trying to think more. So yeah, it's like leaving your problems behind, let them fester and argue among themselves. And and then you come back and all of a sudden it's like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And a solution will come, come about that. If you hadn't gone running, you might've never uh, stumbled upon it. Um, so yeah, so that, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> I mean, there it is in a nutshell. So, so I was like, that was sort of like this missing piece for me. It was more like a, a, a centering, like spiritual thing where once I got that part handled, everything else started to resolve itself. So what was really crazy and I didn't, I didn't see this coming is that I, I would meditate and I'd feel a lot better. Um, and I would, I would, I still had the daily habit of drinking in the morning. So I would go take a drink and, you know, I'd get the usual buzz. And, but a funny thing happened as I kept up this meditation habit, um, I started feeling better and better and better. So then one day I took a drink of alcohol and I, I was already feeling so good that 
the alcohol actually didn't make me feel any better because I already had that internal buzz going. And, and I thought to myself, wait a minute, if this is what I'm feeling now, what happens if I keep up this meditation habit? Um, is, is the alcohol yeah. going to make me feel worse? Within like a day or two, I took a drink and the alcohol actually like brought me down and made me feel like lousier than I'd already felt. So I stopped drinking as a result. Um, and I, I left, the, I still had the, I, I still remember this. This is this like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something like this or, or 12 years ago. And I, I had the bottle of vodka just still sitting in my freezer untouched because I didn't want it anymore. Um, it's, it, and it's not to say that for the rest of my life, I like quit drinking alcohol, cold turkey. It's just that I was, I was, if I did, it would be from a healthier place. And it wasn't like the thing I needed in the morning to get through the day. Um, right. So yes, yeah, so after that, like uh, people I knew would start saying, you know, Nate, there's something kind of different about you. Um, and that's when I realized this wasn't just something I was feeling. It was also like, changing the way I could relate to other people. So um, mm -hmm. I started, basically, it, 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 was, it, was, it was the thing that helped every other aspect of my life start to get better. And when I realized this, I was like, I'm going to dedicate, dedicate my life to studying this thing um, and, and right. practicing it. Um, and that was sort of that was sort of how I started internally turning my life around. But I, I still had like plenty of challenges ahead but that's that's sort of the first part of the journey there for me yeah yeah um, well you know that i gotta i gotta say that is if you're not inspired if you're listening to this you're not inspired now oh, and i don't know what will make you inspired because <laughs> that's something thanks. that like will make that like like i mean truly you know you start from i mean this is really every human being it's not just you i mean it's me everyone that's been born in human existence everyone starts at a at at a at a zero point is what I like to call it. It's like, you know, you're never gonna start at a hundred. You're never gonna start at one thousand. You gotta start at a zero point. And you have to work your way up. And 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 a human a human life is never going to always be going all the way up. It's it's going to take a dip. It's going to take a hard dip. And that's happened to me many, many times. Like I've seen myself in positions where I'm just like, dude, like who is this guy? Like I'm not I'm not David Sadler anymore. Yeah. I'm some weirdo that is lost you know in the world and you know you got you got to like pull yourself back and I think like your story is something that really shows how to pull yourself back and how to go like okay let's 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 get back on the right path and now you know people will more or less focus on and I say this to everybody I always go like you know, mm -hmm. people will always focus on the good that you do rather than the bad. You know, it's like nobody ever remembers some like legendary guy, you know, like everybody remembers MJ for like all the shots that he hit, you know, like and, and all the championship rings he got. You know, nobody ever really wants to talk about MJ when he didn't hit that shot or when, you know, he fouled out yeah. of the game or he got ejected. You know, like everybody's going to talk about what you did right. And so I think that's why like in life, it's like you got to leave a legacy and you're definitely doing that and it's being spread out. I got to say, it's a legendary story, man. It truly is. So oh, thank you. One thing. Yeah, 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 man. Most definitely. One thing that uh, a, a couple, two, two questions I got for you here that I think will be some pretty good ones. Uh, I guess what, what, 
what's what's a time in life where you felt like you were risking it all and you didn't know the outcome of it and you know i mean this could be any time but it was mainly that time in life where you were like i'm about to do this one move and i'm gonna i'm putting all my chips in the bag type thing you know and 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 you know whether it worked or not what did you learn from it i guess is a, is a fair way to put that question that's a really good question um i can give you i'd like to give you two examples of that um because one one turned out great and one temporarily anyway, turned out really, really bad. <laughs> so the first one, I mean, the first one really was when I dropped out of college because um, talk about making a decision that's going to have massive ramifications for the rest of your life. Um, and that is, that really is just kind of taking all your chips and putting them on red or um, because I, I had a yearning to be some kind of an entrepreneur or business owner. And I realized, is anyone going to like, you know, grab me and be like, Oh, whoa, whoa, where, where's your diploma? You know, if I go into business for myself, right. I I've rarely heard of that. That's, you know, but I think if someone wants to be like an engineer or something like that, or a doctor, there's then the diploma is going to be absolutely yeah, vital. You're, yeah. You're, yeah. You're going to need it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that was like, there's, there's no wishy-washiness about that. I, there, you have to make a hard line choice. Um, and so that would, that, that was when I risked it all. And I decided, well, look, if I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I, I don't feel like um, taking the extra time of going through college, then I'm going to leave. Now, looking back, I think there is, for other people, there is a strategic value in staying in school because, you know, look, you could be a business owner no matter what. Being in school doesn't preclude you from doing that eventually. You have time to learn, you know, uh, secondary subjects that you could integrate into your business. You have time to network and you have time to grow, you know, emotionally uh, and become a more mature person. So, but my path, well, I, I chose, I chose the other way. Um, so that was a big one for me. And ultimately, I think it worked out. Um, you know, I'm still here, <laughs> still breathing. And um, yeah, yeah. And that, but it came with its own challenges, because that was that was shutting a lot of doors. So that was one time. A second time was kind of after this is, this is in the years later, when I started meditating. And um, I, as a result uh, of starting my kind of spiritual walk, a lot of people will think that, oh, okay, cool. When you start getting your inner life together and all that, everything will kind of turn into hearts and roses from there. But that's not actually true. Um, in fact, diving more into your inner growth will often trigger um, a lot of chaos in your outer world because it's it's like cleaning out your fridge. It's like cleaning your room. It's, it's like it's like your life is going to start creating a lot of dust and there's going to be a lot of debris right. before everything settles down at a healthier level. So um, I had a falling out with some uh, business partners of mine and uh, I was going broke uh, and I realized, okay, I need to get a job. And going back to how I dropped out of college, well, my job options are really limited. So I got a job. I actually looked on Craigslist and I'm like, I start thinking to myself, it's like, I still want to get some kind of a business going for myself. So mm-hmm. I, I want to take a job that's not going to tax me mentally too much. And it's not, I want to be able to get it quick. I want to be able to get some cash rolling and not be too mentally stressed about it. So I actually found a job 
um, spinning signs on the street corner. Um, and it was, it was, it was hilarious because the ad for it was just like, Hey, you can work full time. You can listen to music all day. Um, and who doesn't want to do that? Yeah. I was like, sign me up. <laughs> and I, and instead of listening to music, I listen to audiobooks. Uh, cause either way it's oh. like, yeah. All Two I, times yeah. better, man. Two times is better. Oh, it was perfect. I loved it. And it was, it was, I got the job and it was, it was a really fun gig. So I could listen to audiobooks all day, stand out there on the street corner, waving around a sign and go home and still be mentally charged up. So talking about the risk though, um, I had like a few thousand dollars that I managed to scrounge together. Um, and I, and I still wanted to have this like online business selling like health fitness products. I still want to make a go of it and kind of re- revive it. And I, I worked, I hired someone that was referred to me and he was kind of helping me with my website. He's helping me with like the writing on it and all that. And, and he was going to do the advertising campaign. So I still remember to this day, we worked on it a lot. And I was like, I had my faith in this guy that he, he knew what he was doing. And I remember I bought we were buying an ad running somewhere online. And I think, I think it costs like $900 or something like that. Or I think I bought two for like $1,800. And it was like, it was going to run, let's say, I forget what day of the week it was, but it was going to like run on a Thursday. So I remember when Thursday hit. Mm -hmm. So um, I had, I'd scrounged together like um, a few thousand dollars and I was working with the guy that had been referred to me and he was helping me with my website. He was helping me like uh, with, he was going to help me with the advertising campaign. Like I kind of figured, well, this guy's got some connections. He knows what he's doing better than me. Uh, so I still remember to this day, we, we were going to start with the ad that was, it was two ads and it was for like $1,800. So I plunked down $1,800, which is more than I made a month with my sign spinning job. But I was like, this is it. So if this works, then I can continue building a business this way and I can eventually uh, drop the sign spinning job. So I still remember to this day, I forget which day of the week it was. It, let's say it was like a Thursday, but the ad is going to start running on a Thursday. And if it was going to work, we're going to start seeing results fast. Um, so I still remember that, you know, I drove to work, I'm spinning my sign or at least waving it around. And I'm thinking it's like, oh, how is this campaign going to do? How's it going to do? Um, and that day just dragged by. So, you know, it's like one of those days when you're waiting on like a result, like a grade or something like that. Right. So I still remember I finally, my shift ended, I drive back to my apartment and I open up my computer to like the online tracking software, all the stuff I was using to find out how this did. And I just remember seeing that big zero on the screen. Right. I was devastated because yeah. talk about putting all your chips on the table. That's exactly what I did. I like curled into like the fetal position. I was like, Oh, what am I going to do? Um, and so that was where at first it seemed like things did not work out, but I remember I eventually crawled to, and I was go, I had to go to work next morning and I crawled into bed and I thought to myself, I'm not escaping this. I, I, I so desperately want to escape that job. And I'm like, I'm going to be in this job for a while. Yeah. And the next morning I was driving to work and I remember I started talking to myself and, and, and I was like, it was almost like there are two voices. And the voice said like, Nate, 
are, do you plan on eventually, you know, putting your life together and just being successful um, as, as, as like successful as you want to be? I'm like, yes, yeah, I will. And then, you know, I heard back, well, then won't this just be a bump in the road, you know, and all that? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, not only is it a bump in a road, isn't this kind of like a cool story that you could eventually tell and look back on and be proud of the fact that you went through this? And I went, yeah. yeah. He's like, well, why not? Yeah. Well, why not feel that way right now? And this, like this weight got lifted from my shoulders and I drove the rest of my commute feeling pretty darn good. And, it, and it, it's amazing because here I am, David, telling you that story. Right. It really worked. So not everything is going to be like hearts and roses because I still worked that job for a long time, you know, longer than I would have liked, but I really was able to kind of loop back and be like, Hey, you know what? I could, I could tell that story and it's a really neat one. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's honestly those, those, those two instances of, of, like you said, putting your chips in, in one basket, you know, I think in life, like we all have these like little examples of times where we thought we were just like, what are we going to do? And then now that we're in the present time and we've seen what we've become, we go like everything back then. That's, that's why, that's why whenever somebody asks me, you know, if you could change one thing in life, what would it be? I say nothing (laughs) because I wouldn't be here right now. You know, it's like, like I I hear like the most successful people, like, you know, like uh, LeBron James, you know, I mean, uh, one of my biggest celebrity idols, Lewis Hamilton is a big one for me. And I mean, now even you, you're, you know, it's, it's like, it's like, you'd probably, oh, you. you know, yeah, you, you'd probably, somebody probably come up to you and say, Hey, Nate, what would you, you know, what would you fix in your past? And you'd say, I don't really know if I'd want to fix anything because, well, you wouldn't be here, you know, at the success level that you are right now. And so that's, that's something that yeah. I really admire about a lot of people is that, you know, we, 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 we live our lives and when things are not handed to us on a silver platter, we got to make it a silver platter, you know? And so, and so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad, uh, you know, thank you. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, I didn't always feel this way. And I, and I realized that if someone looks back on their life and they really, really wish that something in their past was different, what that shows is that, and it's not judgment. I'm just saying it's like it shows that there's still like some deep hurt and emotional wounding around there. And it, it actually points to like, oh, OK, this is something I need to work on. This is something I still need to resolve in myself. So and it, so it's, it's actually kind of a cool test that, you know, you can continue or anyone can continue to give themselves. It's like, OK, is there anything that still makes me go, oh, I really, really, really wish that had been different? Well, great. If you feel that way, look deeper into that because that, that shows where your, your pain is the greatest and where if you resolve that pain, um, you're, you're going you're gonna to blossom and mature in a whole new way. Well, yeah, that, that is, I mean, you couldn't have put it any better, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I think to, you know, as we go ahead and uh, start to decline and close out the episode I think this is a great question that I, I I always say for last because I feel like when people hear this question they 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 they, they always you know it, it always makes us think in certain ways that we wouldn't really think about thinking and we always reflect on our lives uh um and and different ways that we normally don't do uh but one somebody once asked me this question mm-hmm. they said if there was a certain quote 
that you had to come together right now. And, and, and they say, don't grab a quote from somebody else, you know, like make it your own. And they asked me, they said, if there was a certain quote that you had to make up uh, based off of your life right now and every event that happened, what would that be? And I'm not asking this to you, but before I ask you, I'm, I'm going to tell you mine so that, you cool. know, so that everybody knows and so that you know. But mine was when that person asked me, I said, I think mine is never give up, even when you know mm. you're going to lose. And I think, That's cool. yeah, yeah. And that one, like when I when, when I when, when I like actually heard because I kind of came up with that, like kind of on the spot. And I was like, I was like, that is a really good quote. <laughs> like, you know, I whether somebody said it before me or not, I just came up with it on the spot. And so I think like whenever I hear that, I always go like, like, yeah, never give up, even when you know you're going to lose, because inevitably there's so many times like, you know, as an athlete myself, like I've been playing Mm -hmm. sports all throughout my life. And there's so many times it's like, yeah, we're just going to lose this game. Let's just go ahead and give up, you know, but it's like instead of giving up and maybe you are down by like 50 or whatever, still try to go for that because, you know, you just never know. So I now ask you, Nate, you know what's what what's a quote for you that you would say that you can make up that's every event in your life just kind of goes in this one this one nice nice little quote wow well first let me say i love yours um you know i I think that i think there's a a lot of wisdom there because because yeah it's like that embodies the idea of that it's this is about your walk and it's about your journey it's not about what someone else is putting on a scoreboard you know, yeah. This it's it's about what you bring to the table. So I, you know, off the top of my head, like if I if I were to take into account like everything I've talked about in my life's journey, it's that um, when you get your spiritual life together and work on your spiritual life, everything else is going to fall into place beautifully. Um, and when you neglect your spiritual life. Um, everything is, is going to remain disordered. So that's off the top of my head. Because that's, that's awesome, man. That's, you know, I, I truly got to say as, as a, as a kid that's getting ready to go through, you know, college and, 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 and out and outside of college, uh, um, uh, going into just straight up life. And also as a kid who is trying to become an entrepreneur myself, um, you know, I, I, I first got to say this entrepreneurship. I, I respect every entrepreneur out there. Like my mom, she's an entrepreneur and finding cool. out that, yeah, finding out that you're an entrepreneur. And it's like, I mean, like every, every person out there that does that, like I give you my respect because it's not easy. And I'm starting to find that out. You know, it's like running your own business is not something that is like, Oh, let me just wake up one day and I'm gonna run my own business. Like, no, you know, you gotta like, you gotta really know what you're doing. And you know, I, I truly got to say, I, I respect you for that. And everything, yeah, everything that you've gone through in life, given your story uh, uh, about, you know, essentially almost making a crash landing and then pulling the plane up and then reaching different heights, you know, in life. Uh, it's, it's, it's truly admiring. And for anybody out there that's listening to this, and maybe you guys are on the path of, of, of what Nate used to be on, you know, listen to this realistically, think about exactly what he went through and how he came up and basically was like, all right, you know, that happened. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to, you know, do, do what I need to do. You know? That did happen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I mean, I mean, I, I always say, you know, uh, this is another, another, somebody once told me this, but they, they always say, uh, uh, you know, a lot of, the, a lot of the times earlier on in life, 
a spotlight will be on someone that's always popular, always has all the friends, always has all the glam and glory and everything like that. And you'll think that spotlight will never be on you. But somebody once told me, do your best work in the shadows and it'll like, one day come out in the light, you know? And, yeah. and I don't I don't mean like, like, you know, normally people say, oh, what you do in the dark will come out in the light. No, I mean like when the spotlight isn't on you and you know, you feel like you said down and depressed and, you feel like, you know, there's really no point in living anymore, you know, like, you know, like how you did don't give up, keep going, you know, I mean, I'm sure you felt like you were about to lose and mm-hmm. you were like, I'm just not going to give up. And it's like, it's for, for everybody else that's listening, you know, maybe the spotlight won't be on you right now. Maybe you're looking for that spark in your life. Just keep, keep doing that work. Keep, you know, do what Nate yeah. did become, become somebody like him that, quite honestly, is like, I know I'm kind of in a losing position right now, but I'm not going to give up because truly that quote that Nate said, and that even that I said, both of those two together are just two. I mean, that's kind of, that's, that's like, that's like your first step in becoming a successful person. So uh, I would first like to say, Nate, thank you for coming on the show, man. It was, no, I'm just being here. yeah, yeah, man. It, it, it was, it was awesome having you on. And I read your bio and I was like, okay, I got to talk to this guy. Cause he, he, he just seems like he's got everything clicking for himself right now. So um, yeah, Nate, I, I truly got to say you're, you're, you're a guy that people should take example by and should, you know, really uh, try, try oh, to live your life. Like, like, like how you're living it right now. So uh, everybody, um, Nate Rifkin, Nate, thank you for being on the show. I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right. I am. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely. Okay. okay, I just want to make sure of that. But uh, everybody, Nate Rifkin, Nate, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, is there anything you'd like to leave us with or uh, anything else Anything else you'd like to say at all? Uh, a couple of things. I mean, first, thank you. Um, and second, it, um, like I said, just published a book. It's called The Standing Meditation. Um, and you can find that on Amazon. I also have the website, thestandingmeditation.com, which just goes to the Amazon page. So, you know, people can look me up there. Um, and, and, and just lastly, yeah, I, I really, I really appreciate you, you know, what you had to say. I, I think there's a tremendous amount of wisdom there, especially when it comes to like, yeah, what you do in the shadows, because for, for all the, like the success you might see of people like, making it big and you, you might see them on YouTube or an athlete um, or someone who like took their company public. Yeah. Well, what we literally aren't able to see is the incredible amount of time and patience and, and strategy and growth that went into that. That was, and that was invisible. It was, it was just them on their own doing their thing and yeah. screwing up and learning and it all culminated. And I mean, if we, if we were able to watch that, it would be the most ridiculous, like weird, long, exactly. like heart wrenching thing to witness. Yeah. So we're not able to do that, but well, what Dave and I are trying to get across is that that's, that's what is required. Um, and if you can, if you can find a pride and joy in that, um, then you're unstoppable. Exactly. That, there you guys go, man. L- l- listen to Nate. He has been on multiple podcast episodes. I know that uh, I'm going to paste some of your podcast episodes, if you don't mind, in the link of this podcast episode. And uh, he also has been on some podcast episodes on Apple Podcasts, and he has some uh, podcast episodes on YouTube. Make sure you guys go ahead and take a, a, and check out Nate's book, uh, The Standing Meditation. Uh, and go ahead and just uh, listen, l- listen to this episode. Listen to the 
multiple other episodes that Nate has been on because I'm sure that uh, what, you know, I'm sure that you have said other things on other episodes that you might not have been able to get out here. But I mean, truly, you know, you guys listen to these types of things in life because they truly are valuable and they're going to help you live a different life. They're going to help you become a better person mentally and physically. Um, and I mean, this is what the Just Basics podcast is all about, interviewing people that literally have changed their lives so that they can change ours as well. So Nate, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being on the show, my man. Thank and, you. It's uh, been a pleasure. It, it really has. Uh, guys, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and give a warm thank you to Nate. Uh, however, this is going to be on YouTube. Uh, it'll also be posted um, on our Instagram page. You guys can go and see that there. Uh, make sure you guys, you know, blow up the comments. Let 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 Nate know exactly how you guys feel and, and uh, let him let him hear and and uh, and uh, see your love. So thank you, Nate, so much. Once again, it was an honor having you on the show. Well, thank you. And yeah, man, well, take it easy, Nate. And uh, everybody, please continue to uh, stay safe as we are still in a global pandemic. You know, it's still out there. Make sure to be safe and everything like that. Make sure to live your life successfully uh, like Nate and like many other people around the world. So we'll make sure to see you guys later on the Just Basics podcast. Stay safe. and see you guys later.